What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Wrestling IQ 101. You know me, I am Derek on behalf of Wrestling IQ 101. Uh, today is a, a very special day. Got a very special guest with me. He's, it's always special when he's in the building with me talking to me. Uh, my boy, Rob Williams, a.k.a. Bob, man, from the Bob Culture Podcast. What's up, Rob? How you doing, man? Flav, it is always an honor when you are in the building, my friend, or on Skype or whatever this is. I don't know who canceled on you tonight, but I appreciate you gambling on me, Mr. Uh, Derek. So thank you so much, man, for uh, taking a few minutes, man, to talk to me. I'm really honored. And of course, I had to wear my, uh, you know, Wrestling IQ 101 shirt now available on tpublic.com. Shameless promo done. Look at that. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Come on, man. You know, I, I had to kick somebody else to the curb for you. You know that, man. Come on, bro. I'm not worried, man. No, we love you, Derek. This is an honor, bro. Definitely. But, um, you know, definitely uh, appreciate you coming on. Um, you know, like I've told you, man, you've been doing a lot of great things, um, you know, with your podcast and just in wrestling in general. And, um, you know, I thought that we should do something together to, you know, let the fans know um, who you are, you know, because, you know, we see you do a lot of stuff. I know always I'm on this side where I'm always talking about other people. But, you know, we never really get to give our stories so that they could be heard to, to the fans. So I was like, you know what? Let me get my man Rob on and um, let, let's let the fans hear uh, about Rob and his life and other things that he does, including his great pod, uh, podcast he does, the Bob Culture Podcast. Yeah, man. It's, uh, dude, you know what? It's, um, it's been a crazy year, not just for me, but for everybody. Um, you know, right out the gate, I'm very public that it's, it's been a tough year for me personally, uh, you know, you get blindsided in, in life and relationships uh, where you live, man, you know, to a point where sometimes you have to just pick everything up, put it in the car, live out of suitcase for a while, whatever. And then you got to pick up the paintbrush, pick up the hammer, whatever it is, and you got to rebuild, man. And uh, that was definitely my year um, and not, not comparing it to, you know, anything anyone else has been through. Because let's be real, man, 2020 has been just like like crazy man you know with the, with the pandemic and you know i mean like with kobe like what the heck was that man just like out of the blue man like you 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 can't make this stuff up bro it's crazy um but just everyone's been through it but you really do see uh who's there to support you through these tough times man so the podcast has been a consistent you know i almost hung it up not because of, of, you know, how the podcast itself was going, but just because of, you know, I mean, there was a time where I was doing episodes out of my car, you know, because, you know, you got to keep the show going. You have interviews scheduled. Um, and now, you know, thanks to a great support system, um, you know, great roommate. Of course, we know the co-host of The Most, Mr. Chris Nunez. Um, you know, we, we, we painted this room. We, I have my own studio now. You know, it's great. We have all the 8x10s. You know, I got the Andrew 8x10 over there. We need the Derek 8x10 in here. But this podcast has been just such a, a great outlet for me and just a great wrestling community from all the talent, the promoters, uh, the crew, um, the podcasters, that very much includes you, Derek. I, I appreciate that. You guys all picked me up and um, just everyone, everyone's just been there for me this year and I can hold my head up high. And I'm just, I'm very proud that I dove head first into this podcast where we interviewed just some great wrestlers and have great prediction panels, including the likes of you, um, and it's awesome, man. I'm so thankful for it. Yeah, man. Yeah. No, you know, it's always like, like for me, I know at least, and I'm, I'm pretty sure for you as well. Uh, it's kind of like for us when, you know, you're going through those things, doing this kind of like takes you away from all that and puts you in a good space and just puts you in a, you know, you just, you get to talk to some great people and you get to hear their stories. And you also, you know, now you get to tell this story now. And now, you know, someone will look back on it and be like, hey, you know, I was going through that same instance and, you know, I saw Rob go through that. He prevailed. So now I want to do the same thing and I want to prevail too. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, you're talking about just like the wrestling community and, um, you know, everybody coming together. Um, you know, recently you just uh, did Val's Pals. You sponsored that. That was uh, sponsored by you. Val's Pals, uh, you know, Chad Menez and Standalone and TC, uh, Titan Championship Wrestling, TCW, Pro Wrestling All After Dark, everybody just coming together to uh, put that show together. Just, uh, we, we didn't really get to talk that much that day. I know you were busy, man. You were yeah. <laughs> all over the place. Um, just tell me, like, how, how do you feel everything turned out and just how that event, how, what it meant to you? Oh, man, um, that event was amazing. And again, it's certainly not about me, uh, but I am so thrilled to have the Bob Culture Podcast associated with that. 
event. That was an event for those who don't know, a great kid, Val, who loves wrestling, nonverbal, uh, limited mobility, uh, Sarah Palsy. Uh, and he is part of the Falzerano family, a Kim Bella, just amazing, amazing family that, um, you know, that, that have to deal with these medical bills or medical trips, whatever it may or may not be. And I'm so glad that we could help. Um, and by we, I don't just mean the Bob Culture podcast. I mean, the wrestling community. I mean, Chad Menez, who has been such a big part of this show. I think I got a, I'm a Chad Menez guy sticker behind me. I got the shirt I wore it that day. Um, Chad, man, he, I owe so much to him. He, I mean, you guys know this because I, I, I'll say this right now. I'm following in your guys' footsteps. I remember meeting you guys at Boardwalk Beatdown years ago and just seeing how professional you guys were. I'm putting everyone over here, but I, I really do mean that you guys and Ty, of course, um, from the ropes media and just like, I saw how professional you guys were and how you guys like approached interviews and how you guys worked hard and conducted yourselves. And I was a newbie at the time. So I really, I do feel I'm following in your footsteps and all those opportunities going back to boardwalk beat down. Chad has been there, you know, Chad knows what I've been through. Chad's been through his own stuff where he's, he's prevailed uh, as, as we've seen. Um, and he's just using his platform to help so many people. And that includes me. Uh, I remember going to events and saying like, Hey, Chad, like, is this, you know, is this TV talent? Is this legend? Is this hall of famer doing interviews or media today? And he would go for you. He is. And like, it just meant the world to me and it still does. And he always looks out for me. He always gives me advice. Um, he'll always give me feedback on what I'm doing. Uh, I've got to dip my toes into some other facets of the wrestling community, which for me is really exciting and, and such like a, a weird, I always call this like the darkest timeline. 2020 has just been, really weird but uh i think you know like the wrestling has been great in terms of just like the indies especially in this northeast area with so many opportunities so at val's pal pals not only was i thrilled to be a part of that event and help such a great cause and a great family and what a stellar show that was but uh i gotta i gotta go between the ropes and host the pre-show i gotta go on the microphone uh we got an entrance my my friend's band uh, roulette now now they're called cult of she's so shout to them they let us use their music. We, you know, we had the smoke. We did the whole entrance thing. And uh, we got to be part of an award segment. And if you know wrestling, you know how those award segments typically end. Um, so we were, I mean, there were a lot of nerves. There were a lot of firsts. I felt I had no business as a journalist, like, being inside the ring. But uh, Chad and Vinny and Shane, um, Ryan, David Adams, they all just had our back. And they gave us advice and just said, look, guys, like, everyone likes you guys and respects you guys. You guys work hard. Like, just go out there and do what you normally do. So we got to go out there. I think it went fairly well. Yeah. Um, again, I feel like I have no business being out there, but it, it was really, really cool. And I'm just, again, like, I'm so sorry. Like, I was running around all day, but it was really good to see you, man. It really, it really was. You have a beautiful family, man. And it was just, it was a nice moment. It's nice to see everybody. It was yeah. such a good day. And what a success. I'm, I'm very proud to have been a part of that. Yeah, man, it was definitely, it was great. And, um, you know, I know you, you probably had nerves, but, uh, you know, from the outside looking in, you couldn't tell. You, you looked like a natural. You did a great job, um, you know, stepping in there. And, um, you know, uh, when you're doing the, the, the giveaways and stuff like that, you, you guys did great, man. I think you guys did really good. And, um, you know, something that, um, you know, I was, I was happy about to see you receive the um, contribution to Pro Wrestling Award. Uh, you know, I was very happy to see you get that. Yeah, hanging right there. Yep. And, um you um you got it presented to you by Vinny Chenzo, who's just a, a stellar guy who's always been, you know, just uh, a one since the day I met him. He he's amazing as well. Um, what does that mean to you to be, you know, you? I know you said it wasn't about you. It was definitely about Val that night, but uh, you know, it was about Val and you that night for me. It was like you know we we you were put on a pedestal that night, and you know we uh you know you were presented that for all that hard work you've been putting in lately, man. Um, yeah, like, you, you, and you beat me to the punch. You know me so well, man. And like, in my mind, like you and Andrew and everyone like should be in the ring with us for like something like that. I really do mean that. I'm not just saying that like, uh, and at the same time, I'm glad you were there, man. I'm glad I got to see you. But that award, man, and, and you knew I was going to say it's not about me. It's, uh, it's about the Falzerano family. I actually had a speech that said that I was going to get to my, like, speech, my thank you or whatever. But obviously, we got interrupted. Um, so I think I posted it on social media because I, I really did have a lot of heart felt things to say. It's been a tough year, like I said, and I just want to thank everybody. Uh, to me, that award means hard work pays off. Like it, it's something to show for all of this. 
Um, and the best part of this is, isn't just like the, the award and the plaques and all that, which I'm not going to lie. It's awesome. I love it. I framed it. You know, I put it up as soon as I got here, moved some of the belts around. Um, but it's not just about me. Uh, it's about my boys. Um, and, and that includes you, man. Like it's about this podcasting community because, and the wrestling community, because these wrestlers, like they've been so good to, to me. And I know you have great relationships with a lot of them. And, and in my experience, like, um, you know, you, you think some of these people, because let's, let's face it, there's a lot of talented people in wrestling. There's a lot of really talented people. There's a lot of really attractive people in wrestling. Let's be honest. And they have like no egos. Like they are just great, humble, nice people. So many of them, even today are like checking in on me. I, I posted something the other day, just how appreciative I was to the wrestling community. And to this day, like even tonight, like right before I got here, people are like, Hey, are you okay? And everything's good. Like, I'm great. Like, I just want to say thank you to you guys. Like, that's what it's all about. Um, I remember when COVID hit Casey Navarro checked in. He's like, Hey man, I just want to see how you and your family are doing. And I'm like, what, like, why is this guy like asking me? Like, but that's the kind of guy he is. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, we just had a great conversation and I told him like what was going on in my personal life. And he's like, I got your back. And then the guy goes and, and wears my shirt to the ring. I mean, come on. Like it, it means the world to me, man. Like I don't want to get emotional, but like it, it really means the world to me that like Chad goes to bat for me, uh, that Casey would do something like that. And, and I've made a lot of like really great friends like um, Casey Catal, like or Catal, she came in uh, at Val's Pals. It was my birthday. Again, not about me, but she brought me all these like happy birthday glasses, which is just like, yeah. So sweet, man. And stuff like that means the world to me. But the award itself, um, it's just something to show for all my hard work. And uh, I'm very grateful and appreciative for it. But it's, again, it's not just about me. It's about the wrestling community. It's about the podcast. It's about my boys. Um, and it's about family, man. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, man. Um, definitely. I'm glad to be a part of your circle, man, for sure. And um, 100%. Yeah. So he played A plus player. <laughs> facts facts <laughs> so you know let's let's go back man so i i know for me you know um kind of like how me and andrew got into podcasting it was literally you know we were talking about you know we wanted to do something in wrestling because we had a deep love for it um and then uh we were just sitting around one day and then we just decided um you know what let's start podcasting and then you know, we literally, we went and just, we went and just bought mics and, you know, we literally just, just, we said, yo, we're doing it. And then we, we just, I just learned how to do all this stuff that, I, you know, I could do graphics, editing, uh, you know, we, we just did that. We came, we, you know, you listen to some of the old episodes and we're like, oh boy, those sounds so horrible now compared to, you know, how we evolved from then. But for you, like, what was it that made you want to get into podcasting? Like, like, what was that initial step for you that said hey i'm gonna do this and take it seriously really really good question man real quick i'm gonna give you a shout derek um because you're my guy but also i did a recent interview with a wrestler at an event and it was you know a wrestler like in character and with the persona and all that it was like a yeah. dark character ahead of it like a cage match and all this and all the small things which is one of my favorite bands blink but um, probably one of my least favorite songs by them, but I, I love Blink. And anyway, it's just like killing the vibe of the whole interview because he's like, Rawr, and I'm, you know, Friday night, I'm going to get him or whatever. And, you know, talking about his mask and these rituals that were performed on his mask, which I love. I love like the in-character interviews. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, all the small things is playing in the back. And I'm just like, I'm like, I could have posted it, but I'm just like, I need help because it totally just takes so much away from this pop punk song. Takes so much away from this interview, man. So uh, I sent it to you, man. And you were just like, oh, yeah, I don't know if this is good. And I listened to it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's perfect, man. So, like, I, I thank you for that, man. You, you guys have come a long way and, and are doing great stuff. And a lot of the people that you guys have had on are, you know, like top tier on TV now. And like I always say to people I have on now, I think a year or two from now, you know, that'll be that next class. You know, we, we see our, our friend Serpentigo. We see Joe Gacy, like, having a lot of success. And, you know, um, they're going to be on TV, man. And that fills my heart. And that shows me that dreams are going to come true. But to answer your original question, now that I've, now that I've put everyone over, um, I've, I've been playing in bands since I was 16 years old. So local bands playing the drums, um, which is still a big part of my life, playing music and all that. Um, I got to play drums. Again, part of the like wrestling community giving back. I got to play the drums on the Notorious Mimi's theme, who's been Goddess Champ for some time now. Uh, now nice. Vicky, uh, Vicious Vicky just won it the other night in a, a stellar match. 
But uh, that to me was like a really cool moment to see a wrestler come out to a song I got to work on. Um, shout to John Kiernan for making that happen, uh, who does a lot of great themes. Um, so to see Mimi come out, and I think the theme, you know, it was cool on paper. It was cool when we recorded it, but to see her, I'm not answering your question at all. Uh, to see her come out with, with the drums, uh, it was a really cool moment. So my next kind of goal, because like CVV always says, you know, set like, um, or was it vague goals, yield vague rewards. So set like yeah. goals for yourself. So my next goal is to play like live, like play someone out live um, to their entrance. So maybe me, me one day or something like that. But anyway, I've been playing in bands since I was 16 years old. So again, I'm familiar with like talent and I'm familiar with like promoters, which sometimes has a negative connotation to that. Uh, in this wrestling world, the people that we've worked with, Chad, Billy, Charles, AG, um, Colin West, they have been amazing. And promoter is not a scary word anymore. Um, and they've been so great. But I had been on the other side, like, like I am now, like an interviewee mm -hmm. uh, on podcasts and a lot of college radio before podcasting was a big thing because I'm an old man. And um, I, I was like always into that nerd culture, uh, sports, fantasy sports, all that stuff. So I started doing a website and I was just like this, you know, I was doing like top 25 retro games, all this stuff. Um, as I, as I sit in my nerd layer here, um, and I started making the web page, and there was a lot of navigation and there was like a lot of links and I'm like, this is hard and I have no business doing this. So uh, one of the bands I was in, in the past, I've been in so many bands over the years, we were on a podcast and I, I thought it went really well. And the episode got a lot of views or listens or downloads or whatever. And, and I talked to my support system. And I was like, Hey, what do you think about me doing a podcast. Now I'm a drummer, man. Like behind the kit, like I, I feel like, like not to toot my own horn, but beep beep. Like I feel like I can do anything like behind the kit. I've been playing since I was 11 years old, man. Like I can yes. do all the visuals and the tricks and the, you know, even when we came out of Vows Pals, I almost brought out drumsticks just to be comfortable, you know, um, yes. as I, you know, almost like uh, to calm me down. But uh, yeah, dude, it was like playing drums. I feel invincible. So getting behind the microphone, like I never really sang, like sometimes I would do like backups and stuff, but being in front of the microphone, I wasn't really comfortable. So, I mean, as you know, like in the business, I started out very green. I still don't think I'm great, but I think my guys are great. I think uh, the guests are fantastic. I think I do my homework. I, I, I do the research, um, but there's so many things I could work on. Like you were mentioning, like, you know, audio, graphics, all that kind of stuff. Like I feel that I could work on that and get better, but you guys all helped me with that. Shout to Tiff from No Holds Bar Network. Always helps me with the graphics and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's it's a learning curve, but I wanted to I wanted to create not just musically. I think I wanted to create not just from behind the kit. And and I love teaching drums. I love playing drums. Um, we have a great drum line, the Snare Snare Devils. Uh, shout to Big Beat Studio where I work. Shameless promo. Neptune City. Get a free trial lesson now. But also had to get that in there. You're welcome, Joe. Um, I just, I love being part of, of this music community. And on the show, we've had a lot of local bands who are so yeah. appreciative of me. And even when I was going through a hard time, like these bands legit all took me out to dinner. Like it was really cool. Cause sometimes when like things get shaky, um, like people take sides and stuff like that. And it was like, everyone was like on my side and everyone was like, like, you know, I can hold my head up. I know I didn't do anything wrong. I was just like a, a victim of something that I kind of walked in on. And uh, it, it's weird, you know, because like you feel like, oh, you're going to lose family and all that stuff. And, and you know, the, the other side of the family, you know, not my blood family, but they're like, hey, like we want to keep you and all this. So it's, it's all very confusing and weird, but I'm super thankful to the music community and super thankful to the wrestling community. So it's, uh, it's been a year, man, but I'm so happy I did it because I, I have a lot to show for it. I really, I really feel that way. Yeah, man. You know, um kind of like what you what you were doing too how you had your uh, you know your love for music and um you know i always i saw your podcast and i saw you were doing the music thing and um you were talking to wrestlers too and it kind of it kind of gave me flashbacks and it kind of it kind of influenced me to want to go into you know my new venture that i started with the rap and wrestle is because you know back in like college it. in college i used to I, the same thing like you said college radio i was on a, i was on college radio with a, a friend and we both hosted a show um and where we you know interviewed uh young hip-hop artists who were you know trying to make a break trying to trying to get a name for themselves so we always had them on the show at when i went to rutgers university um, you went to rutgers i went to rutgers man yeah i rutgers. graduated I'm, I'm old but i graduated 06. i graduated in 2010. 
Okay. So, All right. So maybe we just miss each other. Yeah. We did. We just miss each other there. So yeah, I was up at uh, College Ave. I was at the radio station. Um, no way. And, yeah. So we were, we used to interview, um, you know, young hip hop talent. We used to bring them up there. Guys that would never usually probably get these interviews because, you know, they never were, they, they weren't heard. They weren't big. So, you know, that was something that was a passion for me. And I love wrestling just as much. And kind of like you said, like this year, it just, um, like we said, it, it kind of forced people to be creative. Um, so for me, I was like, you know what, why don't I just, you know, take my shot on this and just see, you know, what I can do with this and combine the worlds together, man. So I saw like, you know, for that, like, you know, you were influenced on that for me too, because I saw what you do, you talk to the musicians, you talk to wrestlers, and you kind of like collide those worlds for yourself. And I was like, yo, you know what, that was something I used to do that I love. This is something that I love. And I know I could bring the two together. And for me, it's always been about just giving those guys, like I talked to, to artists on my show so far that, um, you know, I'm probably their first interview that they've, they've done. Um, or, you know, one of the first few or one of those guys that's trying to get them out there because I know they have talent. And when I started wrestling IQ 101, it was the same thing too. I was like, you know what? I, there's a lot of guys we talk to that they're like, we're your first interview. Or, you know, a lot of guys who say, um, you know, that they never usually do these things, but you know, the way you guys approach us was so professional. And, you know, I was like, hey, let me just take a chance on you guys. So uh, uh, that's the way we've always wanted to be. It's always about putting other people on for us. And, you know, I try to do that, whether I'm doing this, whether I'm doing rap and wrestle. Um, and, you know, like I said, with the rap and wrestle, like you don't know it, but you influenced me to to go that route and do what I want to do in that, in that, man. I definitely appreciate you for that, for sure. No, nah, dude, I pre I know the, it's, it's a love fest, but dude, like I said earlier, like, I, f I follow in your guys' footsteps. Like, I'm glad I could give back in some way because, like, again, back to – and I see the poster back there um, yeah. from Boardwalk Beat Town. But when, you know, like, meeting you guys and seeing you guys moving forward after that, like, I saw how professional you guys are. I saw how and, – and anyone listening that's a podcaster, like, be professional about how you approach interviews. Like, send a formal email. Um, you know, I try to stay away from the social media, but sometimes like that is the only way. So, I mean, I get yeah. it. You can do social media, but you know, again, be respectful because these wrestlers get a lot of weird stuff. Um, nice. So be respectful, you know, don't put in a comment like, Hey, I want you on my, you know what, like just try. And, and, you know, I've made the rookie mistakes too. Um, but you know, be professional and um, be like Derek and Andrew, because like you always say, like Andrew is not afraid to just go up to anybody. And he, again, he's very professional, but you know, I'm always like, um, you know, it's like always like I gotta like ramp myself up before I I approach someone. Hello, Mister. I'm so and so, senior editor. Yeah. Or I'm yeah. so you know host of the yada yada. So um, follow Derek and Andrew. They, those guys know what they're doing. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. So I, I mean, I guess we know what we're doing. We, we survived this long, so I, I, I guess we must know something. Um, for you, uh, when it comes to you said you know you you do drumming. How did that love for music start for you, man? What 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 was it for you that, or is it just like hey? Can you even remember? Like for me, I don't even yeah. remember why I started loving music. I just know, I just love music. I just, I, I don't know why. But what for you? What was that moment? What made you kind of like want to, you know, become a drummer? That's a good question, man. So when I was a kid, like very involved in church, still am today. Um, but you know, so I played like the the handbells. I play, you know, I was like in the choirs and stuff like that. My first instrument was piano. A lot of my family was into music, um, and I had great music teachers. So piano was my first instrument. And right when I turned 11, I don't know why, I can't even remember why, I couldn't tell you why I picked drums, but I picked drums probably because I thought they were cool and they are. Um, but yeah, man, I, I started playing drums at 11. I shout out to my teacher, Joe Navolo, uh, who's taught me for so many years, he's, he's great. And uh, dude, I just fell in love with it. And I met so many, um, so many cool people, you know, uh, through high school playing music and like, Nowadays, I wouldn't say like everyone's in a band, but a lot of people are in a band, but I was like, like that was my thing in high school. Like I was in a band and I was in, I was like a freshman. I was in a band with like all the juniors and the seniors and like, it, like that was my thing. And it was so cool, man. And I had so many friends and like, we would put flyers around. And uh, I remember by the time I was a senior, like there was another like freshman band. And I'm like, well, like I'm the only one in it. I was in like two bands. I was like, I'm the only one in a band. Like, who are these freshmen? I went to see them. They're really good. Um, and now they're some of my lifelong friends, you know? Um, so it's, it's crazy. And much like the wrestling community, like there, there's this great band community that have become like lifelong friends, like legit lifelong friends and family who, 
who have literally like been there for me again this year, who literally have gone to bat for me this year, which again, like, you know, you think people choose sides and stuff like that. Like, no, they, they, you know, they have the uncomfortable conversations. They go to bat for me, man. And, and I'm so appreciative of that, not only from the music community, but from the wrestling community. So music has been very good to me. And we always say like Jericho always say this, or people always talk to say this. There's a lot of parallels between the music industry and the wrestling industry, which you obviously know from your show. Um, you know, like one of the first indie shows I went to was a Jersey all pro wrestling, um, many years ago. And I remember seeing guys, in fact, I think it was like Leo Rush and Candice LeRae and they were going around and they just had like, like boxes with like their eight by tens or their t-shirts, like see if people want to buy them. And that reminded me of like my CDs, you know, or going around like at a venue. So I could just see the parallels and, and you want to make like a name for yourself, a persona, um, you know, like my drum set, it's like all green. It's like the bright green. I call it the kryptonite kit. It like really glows on the stage, man. Nice. So that's kind of my thing. I got like the Bob man logo on the front, the, the super B. So again, a lot of parallels, man, but the music world has been very good to me again. Like, you know, and I, I'm, I don't shy away from this on the show. Like we talk to local bands, we get very real. Like, you know, sometimes promoters take advantage of, of talent, you know, sometimes not in the wrestling. I mean, it happens everywhere, but yeah. um, in this, in this specific case, like, you know, uh, especially a lot of these younger bands that are coming up. So I'm always very protective of them. And, you know, we always talk about paying to play and all that kind of stuff. So in, in a way, the music community has been great to me, but the wrestling community, man, has just been, it's just been amazing, man. It's, it's really great, man. So, uh, I can't, I can't complain, man. Music and wrestling, they really do hand in hand in a lot of ways. And they've been very good to me. Definitely. Definitely. All right. So we already know you're a great podcaster. Yeah. We know you're, he said, yeah. <laughs> we know you're, uh, I'll, all right. we know you're a good drummer. <laughs> yeah. We take care of a great drummer, a great drummer. There it is. There it all is. right. We'll take that. So great drummer, great podcaster. Any other hidden talents that anybody wouldn't know you have besides those two things? Hidden talents, man. I, I First of all, again, I don't think I'm a great podcaster. I, I think I put in the work. I think my guys are great. I think I have a lot of work to do. Um, even even setting up the studio, man, I want to put up like, like I have mics I need to put up. I have like a bunch of different webcams I got to set up. Uh, lighting is a whole nother thing I got to learn, but yeah. it's a process, man. But um, I'm okay. Drums, I'll say I'm pretty good. I feel, I feel I'm, I'm confident in the drums. Other hidden talents, dude, I wish I could sing so badly. Like, I, I really wish I do because I know music so well. Um, maybe I should take lessons and learn, but I can play guitar um, nice. fairly decently, like a rhythm guitar. I would say not, not a lot of leads, but I've been self-taught on guitar for a while man so uh, i just built the fire pit at the new crib man so you're very welcome to come over by the way oh uh, nice and uh we haven't opened it yet but i'm hoping this weekend or next week we'll open the fire pit my buddy's gonna come over some guitars some more is the whole thing so we'll be out there jamming and singing so uh hopefully the neighbors uh don't get annoyed by my terrible singing nice look at that see i'll i'll i'll, I'll bring i'll bring my rapper friend and then we can jam Gosh. out rap and make we put some drums and some guitar like together man i have one of my boys um i'll tell you this quick story i used to yeah. when i was back in at Rutgers too as well i used to actually manage one of my boys right now that's um doing uh he does music now um he does kind of like a um it's like a mix of like hip-hop afro beats sound cool that he does so it's pretty dope so he does a lot of um performances like with live bands and stuff like that so always like guitars and, and drums and you know pianos all that stuff and it, it always sounds uh like great um so i know he would be down for something like that i know he he would be like oh yeah i'm definitely down with that man that'd be cool i, I love that bro that's awesome man because like a lot and not to say i'm on the other side of it man but like a lot like a lot of like the old school hip-hop or like the rap or or even some of the pop today you get a lot of the like um and even in a lot of the wrestler themes nowadays you get a lot of the electronic drums which again like it fits it's perfect you know there's nothing against it but being a, a live drummer i always love seeing like the hip-hop artists or you know the artists like like um like machine gun kelly he's doing a lot of more of the poppy pop punk rock stuff now which i'm actually enjoying but like you know when they always get like travis barker or do like the live stuff like i love that stuff man yeah. and, and, you, and you mentioned like the afro beats like i always love like afro cuban or like latin beats man like those are always so mm -hmm. fun to play man so you're you're piquing my interest yeah if any of your friends man anyone <laughs> wants to jam man i i got some beats <laughs> all right man we're gonna make it happen that's definitely for sure so 
for you, um, let's say for you personally, what is your, when you look at everything that you're doing, what is your goal that you want to have with all of this? Like, what, what are you looking to accomplish? I know we all get into it for different reasons, but what is it for you that that's, that is the end goal for you? What do you think? Wow, man. Um, that's a really good question, man. Cause I don't, I don't want to be like, Oh, me, me, me and make lots of money and all that stuff, man. Cause that's what it's never been. It's never been that way. It's never been about that, man. Like when I had to have my struggles earlier this year, man, like, uh, and I thought about like hanging it up, like everyone was like, Oh, when are we doing the show? Like, when are we doing the star Wars, you know, episode, when are we doing the, the fantasy football or, or the super bowl episode, whatever it is. And, uh, yeah, I think it's, it's always been about just everyone just coming together uh, and even though it's just me in this room right now, like it, it's always about the, like you see the poster behind me, man. Like there's all like, you know, little nods to everybody, you know, th this is the main crew and I have like little Easter eggs and all that. Um, yeah. You know, um, like my boy who, who plays bass, he went, he went to, he went to bat for me. So yeah. I'm literally using uh, his bass as a bat in that, in that picture as a, as a, in that battle Royale BCP. So um, it's, it's all about that, man. And it's about continuing, continuing to, to grow, continuing to like work with the likes of yourself and have fun, man, because I don't think it's just like about me, like, and having this outlet, like I, people have been through a lot this year, man. And I, I talk to people every day on Facebook messenger or, or text or whatever, man. And it, it's weird, man. Like we're losing people a lot and, and people are getting really depressed, man. And uh, you know, um, man, it's just been weird. It's just been weird. Like I, I, I could go on and on, but when I have people on like Nunes says it, uh, brother Nunes says it like this. He's like, when the red light goes on, everything goes away and you, and you're just kind of in that moment, man. So that's a big part of it. I know that's not really a goal, but that's what it's about. Um, and more so it's about giving these local bands who are very appreciative of it. And, and more so these, you know, now that we're doing a lot of wrestling, uh, more so these wrestlers like to have this platform like you said earlier man just to kind of tell their story what they've been through man and i'll tell you what man these are a lot of amazing people man like they've been through some stuff and i'm just like why i mean like you guys are such a, like amazing beautiful people and like but everyone has their stuff man everyone has their stuff and i think they're appreciative uh someone i had on a couple weeks ago was just like thank you for giving me the outlet like i never told that story you know and and you could tell yeah. people kind of want to vent or tell their story so that's what it's about moving forward the goal is always to put over talent um it's always to have a good time it's always in a way it's therapeutic like i mentioned earlier ideally i would love to um you know short-term goals like uh we, we cracked the top 100 a couple times in our category on itunes and that's not me bragging just in terms of goals uh i'm trying to get cracked the top 50 like that's where i am right now um, you know, yeah. I think one and two in wrestling is probably CVV and Chris Jericho's talk is Jericho, you yeah, know, yeah. maybe moving forward, it'd be cracked the top 10 and see where that goes. Um, ideally I would love to do like a, almost like a busted opener, a serious satellite radio show that, you know, we do what we do, what we're doing right now. We do, we talk about the shows, we talk about our predictions. We have the indie talent on, we have national talent on, man. Yeah. You know, yep. ideally it would be me. It would be you. It would be queen. You know, it would just be like, it would just be our guys. It would be Bill, Vac, Nunez, uh, Danny Smart. It would just be our crew, Tim, like everybody. I could do shouts all day. Again, not just about me. You know, like uh, almost like, um, you know how First Take would have like a uh, different host shout yeah, to Charlie. Yeah, yeah. Charlie, by the way, she's an angel. Love Charlie. But uh, anyway, <laughs> I digress. Uh, <laughs> my next wife right there. No, I love Charlie. Hashtag journalist goals. I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> but ideally, I think that would be great just to, and as you know, just like expand our platform, just to, to reach more ears and not only for us, but for these wrestlers to tell their story and get their brand, their merch uh, out there and get on shows, man. And everybody wins, man. So I'm super appreciative of this. And, um, you know, the goals are always there. Like CVV says, you know, set those goals. But um, I'm very happy. I'm very happy so far. Yeah, man, definitely. I, I definitely, um, I'm happy that you're happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> so for you, so besides, uh, you know, wrestling, besides the music, what are some other things that you enjoy to do? Oh, man, um, we do, and, and I'm sure you agree with this, man. We do a lot of uh, fantasy football. We take it a little bit too seriously. Fantasy <laughs> football, like, again, kind of wrestling related, but we have, like, the title belt. Yeah, um, so. So uh, we were cutting promos. And again, we were like, like I saw a wrestler last week cutting a promo 
and I knew where she was going with it because I cut the same promo, like catching you in someone else's arms or something like that. And it, you know, obviously it was about the belt, but it, you know, it was like a huge misdirect yeah. or whatever. And I yeah, saw yeah. someone doing a similar promo. I'm like, I know where you're going with this because I cut this promo and I, and I love it. Um, but so a big fantasy football guy and the loser, uh, dresses as the, as the unicorn. We have a shirt with the unicorn that says, I suck at fantasy football. So <laughs> oh, Nunez, I've been, I was the first unicorn and I'm the commissioner. So I own it. You know, I, I was the first unicorn. Uh, Nunez was one of the unicorns. So we call him the unicorn. Um, so we take <laughs> that very seriously. Um, I love teaching, man. I love teaching. I know it's music, but I love teaching drums. I, I'm so proud of like the kids that I teach because they're good kids. Uh, I work, I work with a lot of special needs kids, um, you know, whether it be mental or physical, emotional, whatever it is, man. And just like the drumming so positive, dude, like whether it helps with mobility, uh, whether it helps with, with focusing or learning, whatever it is, man. So I'm super proud. These kids I have in the drum line, man, like we do charity events, we do um, parades, we do, you know, like uh, marathons and stuff like that. And it's so cool to be a part of it. I'm just so proud of like, I want to be a role model to these kids too. I think that's important because in music, there's a lot of ego involved. There always is. And, and I don't want the kids to kind of, you know, like I'm a rock star, I'm a rock star. Like, yeah, I want you to think that way, but like, you're not better than everybody else. And I'm just so, so proud of like the way the kids are and, you know, they, they treat people at the studio and dude, like, for example, right. One of the kids came in on Sunday, I guess I saw I had posted something They're like, Oh, congratulations on, on the award that you want. And I'm just like, how classy is that? Like for yeah. a kid to come up and say that. So. Yeah. Um, just a big family guy, you know, family first, always. I've, I've learned that a lot, especially this year. Um, and yeah, man, just a, a lot of, you know, I, I definitely dove headfirst into the podcast this year and it's, it's definitely paid, paid off. Uh, it took my focus off some other things. Like even right now, just talking to you, bro, like, honestly, like it's been a stressful day, man. It's been a year, bro, but just having this conversation is really nice. So I'm very appreciative, man. So it's, it's all good. Definitely. No, I hear you on that, man. I definitely hear you on that. This is definitely the getaway right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is one this is one of the interviews I, I'm, I'm actually not stressing about, and I'm actually good. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm talking to my boy Rob. I know it's going to be good, man. I, I've got to be stressed <laughs> out like, oh, man, what am I going to say and do this, mm-hmm. putting all these notes together. I I'm know like, that I know, story. <laughs> I'm like, I know it'll flow good with me and Rob. <laughs> so, Always. Um, you talking about fantasy. How How's your fantasy team doing this year so far? Dude, I'm happy, man. Uh, Rogers was my keeper this year, so I'm happy with him. Uh, dude, I, it was one of those things, man. Like, in the draft, I got everyone that I wanted except for one person. I wanted, what, Aaron Jones? I think I missed him by, like, one. But, like, it was, like, every round I got exactly who I was eyeing. Like, that never happens, man. It, it was almost, like, dangerous because they say if you like your team, if you love your team, like, that's, that's no good. I mean, there's so many theories, man. But I love my team, man. I think after this week, I'm three and two. And again, man, like, um, it's crazy, you know, this year, because, you know, again, because of the world and COVID and all that. Yeah. And you have to, I, I know you're an, you're an NBA guy. Uh, you're a Mavericks fan. You yeah, have Mavericks. To, yeah, I'm a Nets guy. But um, Nunez is a big Mavericks guy, too. We got to get a picture with you and Casey and, and Brandon and, and Nunez, uh, all the Mavericks fans. But anyway, you got to applaud the NBA, man, on how they handled this whole thing. You knew when they did the bubble in Disney and just saw the way they handled it outside of one player, Lou Williams, um, that yeah, they, uh, they did such a great job. You have to, you knew as soon as they set it up, like this is going to work. And they, they made it all the way through the season, the finals, you saw some hiccups with baseball and this isn't a knock cause this is the world we live in. I'm just appreciative of anything. Um, but with fantasy, it's definitely tough now with all, everything going on. And I made a lot of last minute changes on Sunday at like 12 o'clock. Once you got that alert that a game was canceled. So it's tricky, yeah, man. man, but how's your team doing, bro? That, that's, it's been crazy. Actually, right now I'm in second place right now. So oh yeah, um, I'm in second place, but as far as points, I have the most points in the league. Scores. So I think I'm, I'm setting myself up pretty good for, you know, when we had, towards the playoffs and stuff like that. But that's the thing. It's a tricky year because you don't know what's going on, man. You know, games are getting canceled left and right. Some players are missing games. So yeah. um, I think I'm, 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 I'm going to be all right. Uh, we'll see how it goes from here. Um, I'm holding on right now. But, you know, it's not just me that it, that's getting messed up. It's everybody in the league that's getting messed up. So, um, yeah. you know, I've, I've been making some picks, and I, I got lucky and, and picked up some guys um, – 
on the waiver wire that were like overlooked. And I was just like, I got the, um, the running back from uh, Jacksonville. That guy is a beast. David Montgomery from Chicago as well. I'm yeah. like, who's letting these guys slip, man? Like, you know, <laughs> so I'm, and I got Pat Mahomes as my QB. It's like, come on, man. Oh, money, dude. Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes is my QB. Josh Allen is my backup QB. So Josh Allen is like, he's putting on more numbers than Pat Mahomes this year, which is crazy. So I'm good at that position. I think I'm doing okay so far. And, you know, we'll see what happens with it uh, as it goes on. And, you know, hopefully COVID doesn't end. But, you know, the thing that was hard, the thing that was hard for football, hard for uh, Major League Baseball, which I knew it was going to be difficult for them. And, you know, my Yankees lost. I'm sad about that. I know. Me too, man. I was heartbroken, bro. (laughs) I'm sad. Love the I thought this was our year, man. I'm sad about that. But anyway. I did too. Um. You know, it's kind of hard for these guys. Uh, you know, Adam Silver has it good because he's not dealing with so many guys as the NFL and the Major League Baseball. Because imagine if you try to put the NFL in the bubble. That's impossible. There's like 55 guys on each team. It's yeah. like, how, who are you paying for that amount of space to put all those guys up in, yeah. you know, in these areas? So, you know, it's, it's pretty tough for them. And, you know, I knew, you know, it is what it is this year. Um, you know, hopefully – uh, my Bucks can pull it out and get a championship this year. Oh, okay. I'll be, I'll be happy about that. And, um, you know, it is what it is, man. I'm not, um, I'm not going to stress it. <laughs> Maybe we'll see uh, KD and Kyrie on the Nets, man. I- I've always liked Kyrie for a long time, man. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Uncle Drew, all that kind of stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I-, I hope he's not trouble in the locker room like, you know, I've heard in the past, man, because he's-, he's great on the court, man. You know, we'll have, yeah. to-, we'll have to see it here in Brooklyn. Uh, but I was a big New Jersey Nets guy. So I stick with, I'm not bandwagoning or jumping on nice. Brooklyn. Like I was at the yeah. very first Brooklyn game and I've been going to the Continental Airlines Arena, Izod Center, Meadowlands way back in the day. Vince Carter's my favorite. Yeah, man. Yeah. See, with, with, with Kyrie, I'm hoping, I'm hoping Kyrie is good this year because um, KD will be back. Uh, yeah. If you notice, whenever Kyrie has to be the number one, that's when all these issues come out that he's causing problems, this and that. When he was with LeBron, there was no problems at all. He was under LeBron. I think everybody was shocked that he actually wanted to leave the Cavs and leave LeBron to go to another team and and be the top guy. But I think he'll be fine because all the heat will go to KD now and he can kind of like just sit back in the bag and just play the game. So hopefully you guys do something good. I hope, I hope so for you, for your sake, man. (laughs) That's a good point. That's a very fair point. Definitely. Now, if, um, so, you were talking about video games earlier as well. What are uh, what are some of your favorite video games? I know you're old school like me, man. Yeah. So uh, I, w- I wish Nunez was here for this one. His room is a legit museum, man. He has oh, like man. the Jaguar and the, you know, all the game genie. But like we hit the flea market every week, man. So he's such a collector, man. Um, like he smells the games, man. Like he, he knows oh, where they man. are, man. He he finds the deals. Um, you know, sometimes you have people that like, they don't even know what, oh, like, what's this video game? And like, oh, how much? Oh, I don't know, a dollar. Okay. Like, um, but uh, he's, he's very good at like collecting this stuff. He knows how much everything's worth. He has everything in the boxes, man. We're going to do a tour of his room uh, one day on Facebook Live or something, but he's still setting it up. He's got so much stuff. Uh, I grew up, the NES is my all-time favorite. Uh, I grew up with that. So Mario Brothers 3 is probably my all-time favorite game. Yes. Uh, you know, I love I love like the classic arcades, like Ninja Turtles arcade, X Men arcade, Simpsons arcade, uh, Double Dragon, all that kind of stuff. So the retro stuff's cool. Uh, Nunez and I we play a lot of NBA 2K. I haven't gotten the new one. Kobe's on the cover, right? Of the new one, the 2K21. Yeah, uh, 2K21 Mamba edition with uh, Kobe on the cover. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I haven't gotten it yet. I haven't played it. Um, but we've been playing a lot of 2K20. It gets it gets pretty heated in here, and I can't pick the Nets. Because, like, the roster's update, and there's no – like, so KD's not on the de- – because, you know, like, they're injured or they're not out, so it's, like, it's like accurate. So I can't uh-huh. be – like, I have – like, I don't – like, I know who these guys are, some of them, but, like, I don't even have, like, Dinwiddie or, like – you know what I mean? Like, I have nobody, so I have got to be, you. like, don't, the trailblazers. Don't worry. I got you. I know how to fix that. You could put it so that injuries are off, 
and you'll my be dude. I'm gonna tell you how to do that, man. Oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll send it to you. Nunez is done, bro. Thank you. He's killing <laughs> me with the Mavs. Luca, man, he's unstoppable. Yeah. Even Porzingis, man, he's he's killing me with all these guys. Oh man, he's gonna be I so upset it. now. He's gonna be like, what is this? How did you get these guys? But I appreciate it, man. But I love. Uh, I'm a big gamer. Like I wish I could play more. Honestly, like I, I wish I could give give my game some love. But, um, uh, you know, I, I also am senior editor, shameless plug for the popbreak.com uh, with our good friend, Mr. Bill Bodkin, the editor in chief. And so I do a lot of uh, video game reviews or mobile game reviews, uh, a lot of the wrestling game reviews. So uh, sometimes I get stuff early, which is awesome. And it's really cool. And, uh, you know, they'll, they'll send me stuff to review and all that. And usually if they send you stuff to review, they'll send you like the deluxe edition or like the really good edition because yeah. it doesn't hurt the review. So um, that's something I, I really like doing, man. And uh, it's, it's awesome, man. Yeah, I'll tell you this. Um, you know, this would be a great episode for you and Nunez to do. Yeah. You guys interview Monster Mac. He is a huge video game guy all really? those old school guys i'm pretty sure him and nunez nunez will have like a great combo because they'll go back and forth he's like cultured he has like a, a whole arcade system whole bunch of all these games that have like 500 games on them and, and that he's made himself it's a whole bunch of crazy stuff so really i'm telling you you guys should talk to him together man and i think that'll be an amazing episode for you guys monster mac is a great dude he he knows a lot. He knows a lot of stuff when it comes to the video games, man. Wow. He had, he had a good match, a uh, cage match, I think, last Saturday. Um, so I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely look into that. And I love that you say Nunez's last name correctly. I can't – like, because to, to us, he's Nunez, but you're saying it correctly. Like, he even Nunez. appreciates that, man. But, <laughs> but to me, it's, it's like he's Nooner. He's Nunez, the, you know, Nunez. the Nooner Eclipse. Like, that's, that's our guy. I got, I, got a, I got a Dominican wife, so uh, I, I know how to get some of those Spanish words out, you know? I understand. Good man. Oh, man. So for you, um, all right, I got a good one for you. If you were a superhero, which superhero would you want to be? Great question. If if you go favorites, always love Superman. I mean, I know it's cliche, man. Like, love Superman growing up. Um, I would always watch that scene with Christopher Reeves running in the phone booth and, and you know, saving Lois and stopping the helicopter, man. But yeah. one of my, uh, in fact, they're both over here in the Bob Cave. I got them hanging up. But uh, Wolvie, man, always loved Wolverine. Oh, he yeah. he was always my dude, man. Uh, like from the cartoon to the comics, man. And even in like the Civil War, I'm totally nerding out right now. But when they had the Civil War in the comics before it was on the big screen, like mm -hmm. all the heroes were fighting each other. And Wolverine was like the only one that was like tracking down like the actual like villain of the story at the time. He's like, yeah. all right, you guys go do that. Like, I'm going to go find this guy because he's hurting people. Um, so, like, Wolverine's my dude. Uh, Hugh Jackman did a great job portraying, you know, a little too tall for the character, but no complaints. Huge, huge jacked man, as we call yeah. him. Uh, <laughs> he, he's great as Wolverine. So, if, always like the Adam West Batman. Uh, oh, I, never felt, I never felt they portrayed Batman on the big screen. They never got it, like, like perfect. Like, you, you know, like, Keaton might be my favorite out of all of them, but I feel like they never got Batman, like, perfect on the, on the big screen. But between Soups and Wolvie, you got that healing factor with Wolverine, which is great. I'll, you know what? I'll go Superman because Wolverine, like, he makes some tough choices sometimes. Uh, and I feel like Superman does the, the right thing more than not, um, which is crazy because you see these movies, like, where it's what if Superman was evil or these comics, like, what if Superman's evil? Or The Boys, if anyone watches The Boys on uh, Amazon yes. Prime. Yep. Um, so Superman and a small dude, guilty pleasure here. You can laugh at me. Favorite show of all time, Smallville. I got all 10 seasons. Oh, Love that show. Man. Super cheese. He's going to oh, hang man. up on me now, but nah, Superman. Nah, nah, never, never, <laughs> never. I'm, I'm dude. When it comes to, uh, like, you know, shows and binging and all that stuff, I'm huge into like anything sci-fi or heroes, or you give me anything with somebody that has some type of powers that they're casting spells or lifting up cards or something dude i'm all in for it so i can't even be mad at you for that one okay all. good are you watching the boys at all the boys i just started that i'm literally on like episode two but i'm i just um it's crazy I'm like, I'm crazy like, yeah no, i know i've heard people tell me uh my boy who used to uh host with us uh patrick patrick told me he said yo check out this show so i've been checking it out i was like oh first two episodes i'm like oh man but right now i'm actually i'm watching you might laugh at me. I'm watching Legacies on uh, on Netflix. Oh, how is you, that? 
that that's pretty good. That's pretty yeah. good. It, it, it's like typical. It's like Smallville, typical uh, CW eleven show. <laughs> yeah, I'm in, no, that's perfect. I love it. <laughs> but it's great though, man. It's like it's, you know, witches, a school of witches, and uh, vampires and werewolves, and you know, a whole bunch of stuff. But it, it's amazing. I definitely recommend you check it out for sure. I, I definitely will. Yeah, man. So um, now let me ask you for for you. What are what are the things that you like about wrestling today, and what would be something that you would want to change in wrestling today? Um, you can kind of you can kind of interpret it however you you want to interpret it, but um, I guess I guess we could say like on a national level as a fan, you know, on the outside because I kind of think it all blends together anyway, sure. just from watching it and you know the things that you know from the indies take from you know the pros and the pros take from the indies. Um, you know, what are, you know, things that you're, you're just watching and things that, you know, I, I know I'm not, I'll, I'm not trying to make you give the Jim Cornette treatment, but yeah, <laughs> you know, no, things no. that you, things that you like and, you know, some, something that you would change if you, if you could change it. Yeah, definitely. Um, things that I like is obviously like this local wrestling community, like on the, is on the independent level. Great. Love it. I've already said all the great things. I, I love those people, man. I, I really do. They, it gives me, gives me focus. Um, they're, they, I care about them. They care about me. Um, and, it, and if they don't, um, I mean, I feel like they do, man. It's just been, everyone's been great, man. This community that includes you, like I always say on a national level, I love, honestly, this goes back to the Indies, but I love the opportunity right now because, um, you know, I, I always say this and here's the first name drop. Is this the first name drop? I do so many name drops. I'm terrible. The first name drop, a Tommy Dreamer when he was on the show, right? Shameless yeah. plug. Uh, yeah. He said, you know, the world stopped, but wrestling didn't. And you think about it, you know, wrestling did keep going through this for the most part, whether it was empty arenas, whether it was the Thunderdome, whether it was the Performance Center, uh, whether it was it, uh, Daly's Place, what is it called? Dairy, Dairy's Place, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And I love the opportunity because, you know, what, again, what rubbed me the wrong way was kind of like that, um, you know, day where everyone was fired. And it was just like, like, and, and again, that hits home because uh, a lot of the, the kids that I teach, like their, their parents lost their jobs. I mean, like within two weeks of this thing and, mm -hmm. and it stinks and, and you hate to see anyone lose their job or, or get cut or whatever it is. But again, on the bright side of things, there was opportunity. I love seeing my friends show up on AEW Dark. I yeah. love seeing uh, my friends get um, signed. <laughs> you know, it, to me, like I said earlier, it's dreams come true. There's opportunity still. I, I thought that would all shut down because we're not selling at arenas. We're not traveling. We're not selling tickets. Um, we're not selling merch at the shows. Uh, meet and greets have taken a hit. Now everything's virtual. So again, I'm thankful yeah. for the, the indie scene where, where we do get to have some meet and greets sometimes if we're wearing masks or whatever it is. Uh, we got to do a watch along with Tommy Dreamer um, back in Atlantic City about a month ago. Yeah. So it's, I love the opportunity. I love seeing dreams come true for our friends I love seeing people working and chipping away, chipping away at stuff and keep it going, man. Like even, even you guys with uh, WIQ 101, like you guys have been doing this for some time and you guys are still killing it. I was hanging with Andrew last Saturday. What do you do? You walked up to Justin incredible, incredible to get a yeah. interview. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, Cause that's what Andrew does. He just walks up to anybody. I love it. That's my dude. So it's uh, it's great to see opportunities. It's great to see people succeed. Cause I've seen a lot of people this year, a lot of like great people that I've had on my show for whatever reason. And sometimes they're really good reasons, but I've seen a lot of people hang it up or switch from wrestling to something else. It, it was confusing to me. Like people who, who footsteps I follow, I'm like, oh man, like I almost hung it up when I went through something, you know, back in November, December, but uh, luckily everyone picked me up. I'm glad I stuck with it, but it, it's crazy. But opportunity is definitely the answer. I love seeing all the opportunity right now in NXT, um, for people that have been there and are kind of climbing the ladder, uh, for people who are just showing up on TV or in the background on Raw Underground, and more importantly, AW Dark. Uh, a lot of my, like, my, a lot of my dudes and, and a lot of the girls are just they're getting signed or they're popping them on TV, and you can see on their Facebook they're so appreciative of these matches and these platforms. Right. Uh, it helps them so much, man. So that warms my heart. It really does. Uh, to be on the negative side of things. Um, how do I do this without calling out a certain company? Uh, I, I think uh, everyone's health right now is first and foremost. Like we always say here on the BCP, stay safe, stay positive, take care of each other. Um, I think certain companies have done better jobs of taking care of each other uh, than others. And, and you know, uh, 
I feel like um, like when Renee Young got sick or whatever, and again, like this this virus is, is its own thing. It's crazy. We we don't fully understand it. I think we understand it a lot more now that we did. And I am no doctor or scientist. And, and thank you to all the doctors and scientists first yeah. and foremost. But it, it's tough. But when you don't take every precaution you can, uh, or you look the other way, and and you know, thankfully you know, in the wrestling business, you know, no one that I, I know of or anything has gotten really, really sick or anything like that, which, which is great. But, you know, you have to look out for people with pre-existing conditions or who are older, all that kind of stuff. Um, so when like Renee Young got sick, that kind of rubbed rub me the wrong way. Uh, when a lot of people got fired, like, yes, I understand it's business. That rubbed me the wrong way. And uh, the companies that, that do go the extra mile, the companies that do test all the time, the companies that put the health and the safety first and foremost, are great. And, um, you know, I'll say this, uh, certain company, again, I keep saying certain companies, we we can do the math here, but, um, not trying to knock anyone just as a journalist calling it right down the middle. Uh, I remember being maybe in the fall at at a show in Atlantic city for a house show. If you remember those, uh, you know, when that used to be a thing. And, uh, I remember the Atlantic city police department, they were, they were like leaving the venue cause they were supposed to like be like doing secure, not like security, but like doing detail for, you know, the, in the people coming out, you know, cause we were trying to get like autographs and, and all that stuff. And they were there doing, you know, doing their job. And, and the one uh, officer, she goes, she goes, yeah, they, they sent us home. Like they, they said they don't need us. And you could tell it kind of rubbed them the wrong way. Cause they're like, they're doing their job and they're serving and protecting or whatever it was. And then like, uh, but WWE is like, we have our own, and I'm not trying to get like political here or anything, but WWE was like, uh, we have our own people for that. Like we have our own guy or whatever. And, uh, well, I said the company name, but again, it's like, it's like they're their own like country. It's like they're their own world. And, yeah. um, to me, other companies kind of embrace the fans more. They care about the fans more. Um, I mean, on paper, the, the health, like they've, they've done a better job taking care of people's people's health. So there's a lot of things. Um, and then storyline wise, I mean that that don't make sense. I just did a music episode where we're talking about like all the CFO music getting axed and all that. So uh, we, I could go on a rant about retribution and how we're supposed to forget who Mia Yim is or Dijakovic, who I think are just fantastic the way they are. And yeah. um, I, I don't think we need to lump them into this, you know, Bane character thing that they're doing where they're completely just, I don't know, having a match and doing all strikes and then one double suplex. Like, I don't know, man. I, I think that's supposed to drag out the survivor series. I don't know, man. Like just, it's just like a gut thing. So you, you see people think doing things the right way and people doing things more, more just like purely the business way, man. And I think moving forward, if we can, you know, I'm not trying to knock anyone. I always try to call it down the middle, but I think if we can keep people safer, first and foremost, if we can, WWE does listen to the fans sometimes. I'm not going to say they don't um, because I, I know in the past they really have. Summer Rae has been on the show, second name drop, and said that they do. Um, but I think if, if you show the fans that you care about them, that's really important. I think that's the great thing that AEW is doing is they, they show the fans that they listen. They show the fans that they care. There's something there, man. That first AEW show I went to in Philly where um, they were closing down and we were just waiting to see if Cody would like sign. The crew's taking down the set, taking down the ring. Cody signed everything. He stayed because that is his brand. You know, he wears that, you know, banner on his back. And he, he signed everything and took pictures of everyone. And that, to me, like, showed, like, hey, like, you're, you're owning this and, and that you cared. And that's just, like, a small example. I'm a details guy. I pay attention to, like, the little things and, like, the interactions. Even in the indie shows, like, I kind of see who, like, who gets there first, who leaves last, who sets up yeah. the ring, all that kind of stuff. I pay attention to that because everyone listening right now, it's great to be a good business person, but be a good human, be a kind human. That's what it's all about, especially in 2020. Yeah, definitely. That's uh, definitely big facts for sure. Um, you know, wrapping up, uh, just because I know you love to put people over and you put people before yourself. I know this is what you do. Uh, who are some of the young talent that's out there that, you, you just feel that they're going to make it to the next level and that people should be keeping an eye out for. Oh man. How much time you got? No, I'll keep, I'll keep it brief. Um, man. So thankful for them. Not, not just cause they're, they're good humans, which again, I, I think counts for a, a super lot. Um, you know, as far as just in-ring talent, Casey Navarro, who I've mentioned several times on the show, great human. He's got everything in the world. He, he has every right to go up 
and, and be, you know, a huge ego or anything like that. Great kid, great talent, uh, great look, great persona, great charisma. And, but you know what? He's a good human. He's humble uh, and he's hungry and he's going to go very, there's no doubt in my mind. Like I always say with him, um, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when and where a hundred percent. I think uh, the notorious Mimi, a lot of these, these younger guys are guys and girls who really are the undisputed future of this business. I always say that uh, Mimi very young, you know, she said she legit brought the belt to high school. Like how cool is that? Oh, wow. um, she, super talented. And uh, again, one of, one of those talents that his, um, you know, like Nunes told me, like, uh, he, she saw her talking to one of the girls and I guess one of the girls wasn't like feeling the way she was looking. She's like, no, you look great. And like total locker room leader already and stays yeah. and sets up and takes everything down. And that's super important. She's going to go very far. Great head on her shoulders. You know, I, I get worried with these younger talents. I'm like, you know, I worry about ego and stuff like in, in the music business. And, and again, like you never really see, I mean, you do, but like in my experience, I haven't seen a lot of ego. So it's, it's really great. And everyone's all about giving back and everyone's so close with the Falzerano family, you know, Vinny Chenzo, who we mentioned earlier. Uh, I think in terms of, man, just can do it all. Casey Cattell. She's a phenomenal killing it um, on the Indies, killing it in synergy right now. Intergender death match, really bright future, like immediate bright future. Huge things for her. And again, like I keep saying, great human. I'm so appreciative of her, like uh, on a personal level too. Um, Mother Endless in the goddesses. One talent, I have to be careful here. She respects kayfabe. Uh, which you don't see anymore, like with social media and all that. Like, uh, you know, I, I want to get, I want to get a picture with Mother Endless. It's not going to happen. You, you don't get pictures with Mother Endless. You don't, you yeah. don't get, you know, that's not what Mother Endless does. Total, just uh, one of the personas or one of the in-ring talents that we had on the show. Totally in character the whole time, like everything. She has a great voice, great look, gr- one of the best entrances. Uh, I love that. She's going to go very, very far. So dedicated to the craft in a way, this isn't a knock on anyone, but in a way that not a lot of people are these days. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I feel so bad. Like there's so many, I got, I got to look to my right. Oh, Adina Steele, power. I'm looking at all the indies ever. Adina Steele, total powerhouse. Uh, Kaya McKenna still very early in her career. The good witch. She's great. Riley Shepard, the gladiator of the geeks. Uh, shout Mike Orlando, Ali Rex. We love them. The yeah. rep, somebody signed the rep. One of the best tag teams Seriously. right now. Seriously. Uh, so many great talents. Oh, man, I, I could go on. Oh, Vicious Vicky, who we just had on. New Goddesses champ. Uh, Gabby Ortiz. She always puts on phenomenal matches. Christina Marie, who I'd like to have on the show in the coming weeks. I, I got, again, I got to send something formal. Um, <laughs> so don't do what I just did. But uh, it, just so many great talents. A lot of these goddesses, a lot of these TCW guys, a lot of the standalone talent. And more importantly, 10-year-old Kid Carter. Keep your eye on him with Wrestling in His Blood, the son of Chad Menez. Watch out. I want to buy the very first Kid Carter 8x10. Awesome, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. And, you know, for um, I just want to say, Rob, you know, I really, really appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, I really love doing this with you today, man. And, um, you know, we'll make it happen again in the future. And, you know, when you're big and famous and I'm still down here like, hey, Rob, can I get in? <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, um, for you, let's, let's get the plugs out there, man. How can people follow you on social media? And uh, where should they be looking for you? Well, let me thank you first, man. Because uh, this, like I always said, this doesn't happen without you, man. This isn't just a me thing. This is a team thing. Like I almost hung it up and everyone's like, when are we doing this? Um, you're a big part of this, man. You're, you're a part of this, man. Like if that, if that serious satellite show happens or we go to this next level, like I want my guys with me, you know, I want, yeah. I want my guys, I want my girls with me, uh, man. So don't, you know, don't think I'm going somewhere without giving you a phone call. um but uh shameless promo dude i'm all about it here uh you can find the bob culture podcast now again we're not just a wrestling show i will say we're a solid 75 percent 80 percent wrestling right now uh because it's which we love and that business has been so great to us but we also support the local music scene uh we also you know when they were a thing we went to the horror cons we went to the sci-fi cons we went to the pop culture cons the comic cons all that kind of stuff we've even had a ghostbuster ernie hudson on the show so check us out that was a big one for me i love the ghostbusters uh winston one of my favorites man um but so uh check us out on podbean 
iTunes should be coming back up on Spotify. There was like a format thing. So I'm, I'm working on that. So we should be back up on Spotify soon. YouTube, I'm doing a lot of the live streams now on Twitch and Facebook, which again is something that I'm learning. You know, it used to be just audio. Now we're doing the video as well. It's going great. A lot of the wrestlers chime in. Uh, it's great. People are starting to approach me like, hey, like when can I come on? So I'm all about that, man. I, you know, please, if, if you want to come on the show, my, my thing is personally, now it's a little different because we're in COVID world. But my thing is if you're a band or you're a wrestler, like I want to see you live first before you come on my show so I can get a feel for you. Obviously, yeah. things are a little different now. We can't travel as much. I mean, we can, but it's a little different. Um, you know, there aren't as many things going on. So, but reach out to me. Reach out to Wrestling IQ 101. These guys are great. And I keep saying, like, I am following in Derek's footsteps. I'm following in Andrew's footsteps. I'm following in Ty's footsteps. Like, I see how professional these guys are. And I'm just, I'm trying to follow in their footsteps. But check out the Bob Culture Podcast. And leave me a review on iTunes. It really helps us out. And uh, we're trying to stay in that top 100. We're trying to crack that top 50. So uh, check us out, subscribe, download, and uh, leave a review. And thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank you, definitely, Derek. Definitely. Make sure, you make sure you get those Bob Culture Podcast t-shirts, tpublic.com. Yes. Bob Culture and has your, some great, great designs there. <laughs> and you can get Wrestling IQ 101 there as well, man. Uh, definitely check it out. You can get Rap and Wrestle there as well, too. Look at that. A lot of promos going on right now. That's my next shirt. <laughs> but uh you know definitely uh once again rob uh thank you for coming on man definitely appreciate it for taking the time out um and for us we are wrestling iq 101 you can follow us on instagram facebook twitter itunes youtube anywhere you're listening to your podcast you can find us at wrestling iq 101 make it simple for you guys make sure you follow make sure you like make sure you subscribe retweet all that good stuff and we definitely appreciate you listening. And for this episode, once again, we are out. Peace.